All right, welcome to another episode of the Disrupting Podcast. Today, we're diving deep on solar, particularly with the Solar Integrated Roofing Corp guys. We're lucky to have David Massey, the CEO of the company, and Pablo Corral, their president, join us uh, for this deep dive. We've got your host, of course, Alex Cutler, myself. Uh, gentlemen, thank you for making time to join us. We know that you've been making a lot of noise on Twitter. Uh, we haven't covered any OTC stocks yet today, but um, with solar being so popular, it felt so fitting uh, for us to connect, and we couldn't be more excited to, to have your time. So thanks for joining us. Hey, thank you for having us. I appreciate it. and excited to share everything, uh, all the exciting new growth that's going on here. Yeah, I mean, just uh, before we get into the details of things, do you want to give us like a quick overview of like your company, where it came from, when it started? It'd probably be better for me. I'm the I'm the founder, so I know the, the beginning stages. The uh, Solar Integrated Roof Corp, we were originally roofing contractors, and I had a premonition, I don't have many, that soon there would be solar on every roof that we installed. So we kind of branched into solar, and we, 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 we devised a way. I've been selling roofs for 30 years, and no one wants to buy a roof. I don't know if you ever purchased a roof on your home. No one ever. <laughs> looks forward to spending 10 15 20,000 on the roof. Yeah, only if they have to, right, Dave? And, they, and when they have to, they don't like it. It's not like a kitchen remodel, not like a bathroom remodel. So what happened is with solar, especially here in Southern California, we came up with a way that we could actually do a roof solar combo, take advantage of the tax credit, get the homeowner into a low-interest, fixed, short-term loan, 12-year loan, and lower their monthly expenses of their electric bill and take care of the roofing solar problem at the same time. So I thought that was great. That was creative, made roofing fun again for me. So that's kind of the beginning of Solar Integrated Roof Corp. We thought we could take that concept nationwide and spread it. And that's what we've been doing for the last five years. Well, and Alex, I know Alex, you have solar at your house. You installed it recently too, right? I did. Uh, I saw, uh, obviously I knew where the world's gonna be going. And obviously I know the advantages of solar energy and uh, my roof, when I bought my house, it was re relatively brand new, but I knew that I needed solar to be able to take advantage of that energy that's obviously being produced. Might as well have it. Got on my energy and then make my make my house a little bit closer to net zero. Well, can yeah. you guys speak to like, what's the market opportunity? I know that like California has been really um, adamant about changing, rewriting the laws. So like inevitably things are going to be electrified in the state, but like, What's the forecast for the industry look like? Yeah, if, uh, you want to jump in there, David, if you don't mind. So, that's a good one for you. Yeah. So, you know, part of building off of Dave's vision, uh, he, he really, and I'm going to answer this, the long-winded version, but I'm going get to get to your question. He really built an ecosystem of multiple alternative energy solutions. And I'm always going to talk about this ecosystem because within it, we have a consistent uh, uh, different business models that are cross-pollinating and creating solutions. So as, as we look at the landscape, really on a residential uh, capacity, less than 3% of homes have ever received solar. On a commercial capacity, less than 1% of commercial buildings have, have received solar. The re hardest component that we have when we sit in front of a client is often getting them to believe the economics. Yeah. You know, you, you're going to give me this subsidy and this subsidy, and I'm going to pay this much less for my electricity, and my home is going to increase this much in value. I mean, it's too good to be true. It's literally the way the maturity of the market 
where it is now. We've been able to coalesce solutions, structure capital, bring in phenomenal, uh, practically free capital, 2.99% interest rates, unsecured loans for 25-year terms. It's literally practically free capital. So purchasing on a residential landscape is super simple. And uh, it's, uh, uh, the onus and is on ourselves as the as the developer of the program to bring these solutions we manage everything from a to z structure the capital manage installation really a homeowner has to agree to cheaper electricity and more equity in their house yeah and like i said the challenge is making them believe that it's that it's real but has it hasn't always been this way right the economics haven't always penciled like it's only recently gotten better or maybe i have that wrong like I, I, I wonder why, you know, you said 3% of America, you know, residential and commercial uh, are solar, but like, uh, ha have the economics always penciled this way or is it now just starting to make sense? No, it's drastically changed, especially here in Southern California. My first solar system I sold was, I think we sold it for $11 a kilowatt. Now they're sold for about $3 a kilowatt. The price oh, wow. is down. The, um, the, the credits have, have come down as well as they come down, but but you know, I tell everyone now is a perfect time to buy solar because electricity is at all time high, solar is at all time low. And yet your question earlier about the growth, I see the growth now as more than anything with the, with the electric vehicle change we're going through. That's just, it's just pushing everything towards solar, EV charging, solar. Yeah. And just, it's just started, it started a whole new paradigm shift for us. Well, and it sure helps that the Biden administration is all about the electrification of the future. Yes, it does. Yeah, when I, when I was obviously going through my process of figuring out who, which company I wanted to go through to get my solar installed, they went through, some of them were obviously well-educated. They went through some of the processes, but then I wanted to kind of speak to people like you, like give me as big information as possible. I know obviously the advantage of it, but what is something that you guys provide to us? And when it comes down to it is that um, I wanted a commercial grade solar panels on top of mine because I live in Florida. Um, I work... I work in Hurricane Central, so I didn't want to obviously deal with something that's flimsy. I want something that, that lasts long, and you guys live in Southern California. You're right next to Arizona. Tons of sun that always just pounds against the, against the, the roof, so those types of uh, industries and technologies need to be uh, highly withstanding. So with that being said, like with your overall business model and your installation program, is there like a lot of domestic installers? Like, What's your competitive advantage? Sure. So if, if I could, Dave, one of his last acquisitions uh, was USA Solar Networks. The, uh, I happen to be the CEO of that, of that institution. We have that created there a national network of solutions on the sales side and on the construction side, which is to say before, uh, the, you know, eight years ago in solar, solar companies had everything under one box, which is to say sales, marketing, lead generation, then it would move to construction. Now it's it's segment, segmented mm -hmm. and companies either sell solar for the most part or they install for the most part. So in our network of solutions, we have sales companies that work in our in our in our infrastructure. Kind of think of us as a verbo, right? We're sitting there pr providing all the infrastructure, connecting service providers with customers. And on the other side of our solution based network, we have the contractors. So in any region, just like you said, in Florida, there's different construction solutions. So we source our construction partners from Florida so they know the NAC code there. So they know how to install dealing with 
the wind uh, uh, engineering and, uh, and that you don't have to deal with in Texas as an example, some parts yeah. of Texas. So we get uh, licensed vetted installation partners in their specific regions. So they're experts at what they're doing there. So you guys are, are a nationwide platform company? Yes, we are. Yes, we are. That's that's great. So you have subcontractors, obviously, like you just said, across the whole nation. To, um, you, like, do you obviously install like battery solutions, battery storage solutions as well? Of course, sure. Um, like, do you uh, guys work with any specific uh, companies for battery storage solutions that you guys install for? Here in SoCal, our preference for a Tesla battery wall certified installer, and they're by far the very very best. Of Something Elon Musk has done an excellent job for, of is always creating demand, but his uh, supplies don't always meet meet the, the the demand that he creates, and that's a little bit of a problem. We can have a little trouble getting them, but people do want them, and we support some of them. Like well, we we saw him tweet actually, I think this past weekend that they did a quarter million uh, cars in this past quarter, and they're on you know projected to do a million cars a year, which is pretty substantial. And you know I think we can all fairly assume that number is going to grow. So being a certified, you know, installer, I think is a great strategic edge for your company. Um, yeah, and, and that's not, go ahead, go ahead, Pablo, sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I just wanted to add one component relative to the legislation and, and your gentlemen were talking about different areas of the country. What we follow is what, I, what is what I call the solar wave. Different areas of the country will enact legislation <laughs> that allows them to have the solar, you know, solar capabilities. Houston, as an example, I remember when Houston came on board three years ago, we were one of the first companies there, but uh, their uh, uh, electrical companies are deregulated. So you got a hundred electrical companies and, and Houston's learning how to do solar. And we're one of the first companies there because we're not, you know, USA Solar Networks, at least, we're not a sales company and we're not an installation company. We're infrastructure. We're a service provider, uh, manning the process for integrity of the process. So. We, we follow the solar wave, South Car the Carolinas, when they brought in legislation that brought in more subsidies. Uh, Illinois just now came out with a phenomenal package of new subsidies. So we're gonna run in there. We have the bandwidth to keep our ear to, to the legislation and administrative moves. So we get ahead of the curve that way. That's good, especially with well, obviously what you're seeing with the Biden administration, like you've been saying, is pushing more for green energy. It's not only the United States, but it's been seen across the globe from from Europe to to Asian region. Like they're they're investing billions of dollars into transitioning to green energy. So it's obviously smart for your company to keep an ear to that the po politics and the, obviously the policies and what's coming for you and to be a part of those subsidies. So absolutely agree with that. And like Dana said. There's more EV vehicles being sold every single year. It's increasing substantially because, again, supply wasn't necessarily there over the last couple of years. There's clearly a demand. Obviously, from the youth, there's the younger youth who wants to have these electric vehicles. But as we get older, the the, el the older gentlemen and women want to have this because it's if it's a cheaper price, it's it's used, it's worth it. You're getting probably vehicles around forty thousand or below now. That there's going to be more charging stations. Um, with that being said, like electric vehicle charging station solutions, uh, we obviously looked at your investor IR deck, and you mentioned acquisitions for the EV charging solution providers uh, versus the like the contracts for existing networks uh, like ChargePoint. Can you speak a little bit about uh, what uh, Solar Integrated is kind of working with uh, the charging stations? Probably you want that. Yeah, I think you guys, am I having some internet issues here? A little bit, yeah. Uh, it, let me let me uh, ask you again. 
Uh, so, so obviously with the, the Biden administration, they're bringing out new policies for green energy, pushing green energy. It's not only us, but also obviously globally. Uh, we're seeing from Europe and Asia and more of the EV vehicles being sold uh, globally. Uh, there's obviously a demand over the last couple of years. The supply is increasing now, and obviously prices for the vehicles are decreasing. With that being said, there's obviously a network issue. There's not enough charging networks across, across the globe. But uh, obviously, we looked at your IR deck, and it mentioned acquisitions of EV charging solutions providers, as well as uh, versus installation contracts for existing larger networks. Can you kind of speak a little bit about uh, the EV uh, charging solutions? Absolutely. We have one of our sister companies named Plemco. They've been in the EV charging space for 17 years. Primarily, they focused on large federal uh, uh, RFQs and whatnot. As you know, it's it's kind of an omen that you, that you bring it up because in my CEO's uh, email, he's going to see a business plan, a national rollout business strategy and execution plan for exactly to address what you gentlemen are discussing. It's our right everywhere that we're going you have a national push as you said to transition from gas to electric but there isn't enough charging units we've structured which they will be reviewing structured capital brought in finance partners that'll just like the solar will will, will fund the opportunity for the customer which you know could be a residential customer that has an EV that needs an EV station, or it could be a parking lot owner at Target or a convenience store. They and they want to draw more customers, and they have electrical car needs. Well, we'll we'll come in, drive the installation of these charging units, and we'll fund them. And for the customers, and they come out of pocket zero dollars, and it becomes a natural ROI for them. So, like what we did with the solar industry, we're trying to replicate for the EV EV units because they also have a ton of subsidies. You're selling electricity. It's uh, it's the reverse component of, of of with solar. You're creating it with EV. You're selling it, but it's all subsidy based, and it's all part of the alternative energy plan that's becoming a global agenda. Well, really I was, I think you guys have really struck gold here because the reality is, as we all know, you know, people now more than ever in our lives are excited about electric vehicles, the electrification of our homes. And so, like, you're, you're striking gold in that regard as far as the opportunity. But uh, let's backpedal here really quickly. And so, like, someone like myself, I live in Seattle where it rains all the goddamn time. So, I, you know, thinking about solar isn't even something that's, like, crossed my mind. But can you help just, like, explain what does, like, that customer roadmap look like? So if I want to set up solar, like... How, how do I even go about that? I approach someone who like assesses my house and they, you know, like, what does that look like? I could probably cover this. I've, I've done this for 20 years in houses. You know, our first approach we have is we, we get a copy of your electric bill. To yeah. Determine your usage. And so we can size a system based on your usage. And obviously then, then we design a system and that system is designed based on your, your electric bill. And we have to put in some criteria. We have to put in the azimuth of your roof, yep. your zip code, and type of panels, type inverters. So we actually design one, come up with a price, and it will spit out a proposal to show you exactly the savings and what what it can do for you. And it's very so very it's accurate. custom tailored to Every meet my equipment. needs and exceed, you know, to to ensure that the economics pencil basically exactly. And you could say, hey Dave, I you know I'm I want to knock out eighty percent of my bill 
I got a baby on the way. I want to get a hundred percent more power yeah. than we have. We can customize it to every single home. Well, and you figure too, like, you know, like Alex mentioned, inevitably we're all going to be driving electric cars. My good friend has a Tesla and like, you know, his whole thing is like, it's now sexy to be electric before people didn't quite care, but like now it's like being socially conscious and like cool. Like it shows a level of sophistication that like, oh yeah, I get this. And so I only imagine, you know, the more technically savvy people, you know, especially the younger generation, they're gonna immediately gravitate towards these type of solutions because like now more than ever, electrification is cool, right? Right, we're literally going through a technological shift from old technologies, fossil fuels, converting to new technologies, alternative energy. It's during these great technological shifts that really a lot of the most new millionaires are made. So there's a great economic movement that's occurring. Plus when the paradigm shifts as it has now, as you said, you know, it's it's cool, it's sexy. Solar is sexy is one of the great little uh, 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 adages I hear around uh, being thrown around, but it, it, literally the paradigm and how it's viewed i agree with you 100 uh, percent before it was eh, i'll do it for to make some money but now it's, it's got the social component but to, with that said 95 percent of people go solar because of economic benefits yeah well and i think you guys mentioned it that the, the the genesis of your company was within roofing and that you've pivoted because you've seen this opportunity and so like the thing that was interesting to me is like gosh the opportunity to, to cross sell all of these different opportunities. You know, I may come to you because I got a hole in my roof or something like that, but now all of a sudden I didn't even think about it, but I should now consider maybe doing um, solar energy solutions. And you guys just kind of do everything under the sun, right? You bet. We would, we would take care of your roof, take care of your solar, put in EV charging and give you a battery storage at the same time. And, and that's our big shift. We've gone, it used to be kind of roofing solar. Now people are adding these nice components with the storage and the chargers. I just had a meeting with my solar president today here in SoCal, and I guess the demand for for in-home charging stations has gone up. Oh, substantially, especially because in California, they want to be like all vehicles to be EV by like 20, 2030, 2035. 2035. That's becoming- It's mandated, yes, sir. Yep, mandated. So that's, and that's becoming, causing a big wave across the whole nation. Uh, we're seeing it in Cali, obviously. We're seeing it in Massachusetts, New York soon. It's just going to continue to cause a wave, and you guys are primed for that, uh, to be able to take advantage of that situation and help that transition. Um, so you talk, talked about the economics for the solar solar like installation, but uh, can we speak about the economics for solar for the residential and commercial and like break down what are the components and installation costs uh, entail? Sure, absolutely. Um, so... We'll just talk about a national average because it's yeah that's easiest i appreciate that yeah it's, it's hard remember every individual has their own electric profile yep Say, you guys have the same square footage home your profile would be different than, than alex's and vice versa so on average if on a national basis out of the eight thousand systems that, I, that i've been a party to we have a what's called a seven kilowatt system you know uh, that's going to be on average about 28 to thirty thousand dollars and value and, and cost but after you get all after you quantify all of the subsidies that are in place there's a 26 percent federal itc credit if you're in arizona you get a thousand dollar state credit if you're in illinois the literally let me say it as simply as possible illinois will pay for about 
25 to 30% of the system. The federal government pays about 26%. 60% of the system is paid for in Illinois. It is a bonanza of economic benefit up there. Yeah. So the solar is always regional, depending on where you're at. And even down to the utility company, solar plans are unique to a utility company. There's subsidies at the utility level, at the city level, at the state level. So no matter what, every solar, almost every solar system that I've seen has been, you know, positive cash flow and always does positive equity. Unlike a pool where when you purchase a pool, you lose money, but solar is completely the opposite. When you get a solar system, your solar, your house is worth more than it was prior to the, the solar system being installed. It's positive equity. Well, Pablo, hold on. So what's like the maintenance and like, do you have to like retrofit this stuff after, you know, 20 years or how, what does that look like? One of the, so historically in my career, I've installed everything from sports academies to condo developments and whatnot. Sure. I can say this from an con, expert con, contractor's perspective. Solar is one of the sturdiest uh, units I've ever seen installed. These things are tested to take hail, Outside of, they're strong. They they have 25 year warranties. And once wow. you connect the solar system to the roof of the of the home, now it's warranted through your homeowner's insurance. The manufacturers they warranty the the panels. The manufacturers warranty the inverter. Everything's insured. Yeah, <laughs> you're covered. You're covered. Covered. You know, once I thought maybe if someone got up there with the with a bat and started beating a man, okay, but now there's vandalism insurance. You're literally covered in, in every component, and uh, and but they're sturdy as heck. They're, they're they're really strong. They're strong built for to sustain the weather, which is important for consumers, right? They want peace of mind. You're going to shell out that kind of money for you know the investment up front. Um, you want peace of mind that hey, it's durable and you know it's going to be weatherproof. Um, so that's fantastic. I, uh, you know, I was reading too, like about, you know, the components and costs, like, because again, I'm a Labrador retriever when it comes to, uh, you know, solar panels. And so I, I tried to understand, hey, you know, where are all the costs coming from? Do you want to like comment on like, you know, the use of like copper versus silver? I know that like, that's kind of a new discussion in the industry, but like, you know, where like, or maybe the better question is, where are you seeing like, the the major innovations with solar like or is it still kind of the same technology we saw like 10 years ago you're well by no means you know me, me and dave are, are are pretty global but to get into the the that portion of the stratosphere of the conversation we there's been panels let's say 10 years ago yeah their wattage what they could produce was around 200 watts a panel 10 years later about you know close to 400 so it's doubled in production Okay. But technology has become cleaner, but pretty, pretty consistent relative to you know the the, the structure of the wafers and whatnot. They have created. There are other technologies where that creates uh, uh, energy on top and on bottom, but it's not cost effective yet. You know, there's always that balance of you know, ooh, that cool that cool tile that is a solar panel that that uh, you know Elon Musk made. It's beautiful, but is it cost effective? No, so it hasn't hit the marketplace. So the technology, people often say, you know, I hear sometimes they say, well, maybe I'll just wait for the technology to get better. But how do you quantify that? And when is that, right? The person yeah. who buys solar 10 years ago, waiting for a panel that's right now 400 watts versus 200 watts, they lost 10 years of savings. That, the difference in the price of the panels from buying them 10 years to now, they've lost, you know, 20, 30, 40, $50,000 because they didn't purchase then. 
you, 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 you take advantage of the economics now because you can't see tomorrow. And, and uh, you know, well, that's why you guys have a better business model, quite frankly. You're not wasting all or tying up all this capital trying to innovate. You know, you're the ones. It's like the gold rush. You guys are the ones selling the supplies. You know, the guys that are really making the money. It's never the it's never the inventor that gets rich. It's the businessman. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And the way that you guys obviously are working with like subcontractors across the globe, not just limiting yourself to one certain region. That's the biggest, most important thing here because. Obviously, when I was looking to where I was going to go after getting out of the military, I I was lucky to get a great job down here in Florida. And then I found where I was living in. And there's a huge transition, huge transition to, to solar. You're seeing like onesies, twosies, threes. There's like 10 houses that are that have solar recently installed over the last five to six months, which is pretty substantial in a one single cul-de-sac um, well, neighborhood, which is pretty substantial. Um, and I have currently, I got 24, 25 solar panels installed on the top of my house. And like Dave said earlier, they can withstand anything. You guys make money from obviously installing a number one, but you're going to make even more because there's going to be a huge demand for it. And there's people going to, I'm going to make, I'm going to get credits, green energy credits at the end of the year, just before having that on my house. And then even so I'm saving money from not using so much energy from the grid. In fact, I can sell it back to the, the that's grid. That's the cool part. Money. And that's mm -hmm. the best thing about it. That's why that was a big thing for me. I was like, that's a, that's brilliant. That's a no brainer. Might as well, like, like you said, give more value to my home. And then I make money down the road and save money. Like you can't, it's a, it's a win-win situation. Can't argue with it. Yeah. And so like with what we're seeing with the growth of solar, I'm seeing it personally. I know everyone's seeing it, you gentlemen are seeing it. Can you like kind of give us like, what does the future hold for solar? What's the market forecast clearly? And is there any like game changing technology in the pipeline that you guys are seeing? Dave, you want to you, I've been chatting along. You're doing, <laughs> doing so great, Pablo. Yeah, if you, this is my thing, right? <laughs> Go ahead, Pablo, you're, you're fine. You're on a roll, man. Yeah, and we have. I just want to take a moment to step back, and and I know we didn't ask, but the, you know, didn't ask us about this, but this is I think very relevant. We just went through sure. two national conventions last was it last week, and we rolled out a, a new program. It's called our Roofing to Solar program, where we're transitioning roofers to okay. another revenue stream by helping sell solar. They're such close sister companies; they create sales teams similarly in the same way that solar companies do. And really when a roof is combined with the solar system, it becomes the same unit and they both get the same subsidies. So- Hey, yeah, Pablo, that's, that's, a brilliant, hey Pablo, that's a brilliant idea. Where'd you come up with that? <laughs> Dave, I thought that was your idea. <laughs> We're gonna, yeah, yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> but um, I guess, you know, solar integrated roofing. Um, the, uh, the success that we had at these roofing conventions were just, um, it was, it's literally staggering. I, yeah. Let me say this. We have $300 million in commercial solar projects in our pipeline right now. Wow. And, and that one of our business units, all we do is structure capital for commercial solar and alternative energy projects. It has, has had great, just great uh, uh, scale and, and, the, and the growth trajectory on it is, is to the point where I'm not going to say overwhelming, but where we have, you know, 
taking a step back, looking at the landscape. It is beautiful and exciting because we just get to help a lot of people. And that's the, that's the one exciting component for me. You know, genuinely we help when we leave a customer's home, they're in a better financial position than, than prior to, uh, you know, us visiting them. And I'm going to say this real quickly about capitalism. Usually it's weighted. Somebody in a deal, somebody wins over the other person, right? There's, it's always been the component of capitalism that's a little hard to get yep. there. But in alternative energy, the customer wins because they're always in a better economic position. Uh, the earth wins because we're lowering our carbon footprint. You know, I'm, I'm a father. I want to leave a better today than I found it for my yep. children tomorrow, right? And then three, we can make a lot of money in the process for our shareholders, the company, and just relatively, you know, for ourselves even. It's, it's a win-win-win. Nobody loses. I think that's such a great point. You know, the proposition makes sense. And who doesn't want to be involved in like that when it's like so transparent across the board? You know, I think that's where you guys will be able to get over the hurdle of like installing more of these things. And, uh, you know, I I personally am enthusiastic about like the future for solar and uh, just this level of integration. I don't own an EV car yet, but like, rest assured, I think, you know, you kind of just do it all at once, right? You buy the car, you get the, the roof, you get the solar storage, just, it makes sense. And, um, you know, you guys have mentioned you, you have shareholders. So congratulations, you guys, you know, you're, you're listed now. Um, do you have, your shareholders are gonna be the ones watching this. If you wanted to, you know, give a summarized, um, you know, message to them. Why should they be excited about the future of your company, where you guys are headed, and you know what you're up to right now? Pablo, I got this. The uh, something I'm most proud of. We're really at a turning point. We've been at a growth stage and acquisition stage for the last five years, and we've grown quite a bit. I believe the first couple of years, our revenues were I don't know five to ten million. Last year we did closer to 20 million. Uh, this this year, I think this quarter we're on track to do about 25 million. Next year, or next physical year, as Pablo's network builds out, I think we'll be a couple hundred million, and we're actually we're going to start making money. We're going to be a, we're going to be a up in in three months. We're going to be uplisted, off the pinks on the QB, and we're going to be a company doing nice revenue, actually making money for the shareholders. And that, that's 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 a something I'm personally proud of. That's awesome. Alex and I, our two favorite words are hyper growth, and that sounds like hyper growth to me. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> but to, and obviously uh dave and pablo we appreciate you jumping on but the best thing about it is is that you really fit into what we want to talk about is obviously green energy i've been big into green energy for the like the last two and a half years and i've always pushed my followers to this is that you can invest into oil you can invest into now you can but the thing is is i always push this invest into what's going to become the essential don't yeah. invest into now. You have to be a patient investor. You want to make money down the road. You want to be successful. Invest to what will come. That's where last summer I pushed green energy, solar energy, fueling stations, charging stations, all those things that deal with it. And they have done great. And this is exactly what it is with you guys. You're a growing company, positioning yourselves well globally, not just future globally and you guys are positioned to take advantage of the situation that's going on transitionally right now in the in our nation because of what the administration is doing and as well as future administrations do so kudos to you kudos to your team and i absolutely love hearing and seeing potential hyper growth on, on top of that too it's always refreshing for alex and i 
when the CEO and a president of a company, you know, makes time to connect with retail investors this way. You know, it's not easy for people to deploy their capital, but when they're able to intimately connect with uh, the company and the, the leadership team, um, it makes that investment a lot easier. And I think, you know, for everyone who's watching this, you know, the writing's on the wall. Solar is the future. There's a lot, tremendous upside, um, and especially with these guys' business model. Uh, so rest assured, we'll be uh, keeping a close eye on you guys and certainly interested in doing a follow-up here in the near future because it sounds like there's a lot of exciting, uh, you know, things in the pipeline for you. For sure. Especially being listed. Ah, no more pink. I love it. <laughs> um, just again, the ticker is SIRC. Again, SIRC. Gentlemen, thank you for making time today. Um, and for our listeners and our viewers, this will be available on our podcast, of course, on YouTube. And of course, we'll be tweeting about this. So again, thank you for making time. And we look forward to connecting with you guys in the near future. Thank you, gentlemen. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Thank, thank you, Dave. Thank you, Bobble. Thanks, Alex.